What up, what up, y'all? It's your boy coming to y'all live. You feel me? Welcome to Undefeated Minds Podcast, where we represent elevated innovation over ignorance. Y'all know what it is, man. I got my boy, my boy. Matter of fact, I'm not going to even introduce him. You feel me? This is my dog, my little brother, you feel me? So I'm about to let him introduce himself because, you feel me, kings respect kings. So, my man, go Yo, yo, man. yo. Man, yo, this is like my big brother, like you said, Undefeated Minds. It's your boy Shotter. Your boy straight out of Bama, man. Straight out of South. Say it with an L. <laughs> Yo, man. We in this thing. God damn it. God damn it, bro. Yeah. So, with that being said, man, what we gonna talk about today, man? We we we've been discussing doing this podcast for a little minute now. I didn't tell people have been telling me, bro, you need to start your own podcast. Cause I'll be talking about some hot shit on my Instagram, man. Y'all go ahead and follow your boy at the King Deshaun. You feel me? Y'all gonna see it at the bottom of the screen, but it is spelled T H three K I N G D E S H A W N. You feel me? And go ahead and shout your shout your stuff out, man. Go ahead. D T W underscore shouter, man. D T W underscore shouter. Just like you spell S H A D D A shada. Yeah, y'all know what it is, man. God damn it. Back to it, back to it, man. But yeah, man, we've been talking about doing this podcast. What you, what you was gonna say? Nah, I was back to us. We getting to this thing, man. Our topic for the day is play, play the game. Play you the know? goddamn game. Play the goddamn game. So we gonna go and introduce like this, this whole thing, man. But let me ask you a question, bro. What does playing the game? mean to you from all aspects bro for me playing a game it, it, you know it, 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 it could be looked at from all type of perspectives really mm. but I mean it just depends on how you implement it in that life you know if you're looking at it from a, a actual gaming standpoint from actually playing a game or actually you know how you impact yourself or how you put yourself in position you know we play chess not checkers Mm, mm. God damn it! God damn it! Yeah, we play chess, not checkers. Y'all know what it is, man. But yeah, man. Um, what playing the game mean to me? From many different aspects, how can I say this? More so, playing the game, in my opinion, means understanding the game. No matter what you're doing, man, you gotta understand what you're doing. You can't go into right. a situation not knowing what you're doing or trying to, you know, go into a situation thinking you know it all because at the end of the day, you feel me, somebody else might be playing the game better than you. So I always say, you know, come into a situation, I hate to use the word humble, come into the situation, you feel me, a student. Play a, Be a student to the goddamn game. You prepared. feel me? I always stay prepared. You, you know, you're always prepared. You ain't never got to get ready. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. So how how would you say playing a game as far as in female shit, some relationship type shit, like some player type shit? Give me give me give me the player version first and then give me the relationship type shit first. Ah, uh, player type shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Player type shit. From 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 you know, being a man and then just that, that dog instinct. Of course, like, you're going to look at 
from a female standpoint, we're going to look at the female. Because we're not trying to ten, We already know what we want to do with a female before we get with her. That's a fact. We already know the, 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 the setup that we want to kind of put the female in. If you know the type of, you know what I'm saying, the mindset you have. You're going to fuck already, you're going to fuck. That's just, just inevitable. That's but, fact. I mean, from that standpoint, you know, we already do our research or already kind of peek on how certain females carry themselves. You ain't giving us nothing to respect. You hard only expecting us to respect you. You know, you can't be expecting no, 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 no gourmet meal when you just a a bojangle ass female. You know, <laughs> so you can't be you can't be trying to get no breaking bag when your ass ain't even a Michael Kors. So, I mean, it's just how it go. With nah, for real. But on the other side, the relationship side, playing the game is like you already know when she got a lady man. You just really gotta, you gotta tend to her needs. I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't be trying to expect this young lady to do something for you that you ain't willing to do for her. Yeah. And I mean, and vice versa. You know, you gotta be understanding. You know, you gotta know your woman more than sometimes she know herself and mm. in order to lead and have her to follow you know what I'm mm. saying like you can't expect no woman to just surrender to you mm. <laughs> you can't mm. expect no woman to surrender to you when you know what I'm saying you ain't giving her no direction to follow you so. mm. that boy's made that's, knowledge oh, that's free game right there boy that's free game, game right there boy yo anything else uh Nah, man. I mean, that's that's it. How you feel about you know playing the game from the player perspective down to the relationship? Oh, man. You know me, man. I'm not gonna get myself in trouble, but I will <laughs> say, you feel me? Playing the game as far as in on some player shit, and I'm gonna be honest. You feel me? I go into the situation always scoping the scene before anything. You feel me? Like whether it's like, let's say I'm back on campus or some shit like that. Like, I ain't going to be the guy that's going to run up and go holler at that girl, that the first girl I see when we first get there. You feel me? Like, I'm going to wait for about a good right. month. You feel me? Like, I'm going to let everybody else do their thing, make their moves, and make all their mistakes. You feel me? Because people talk. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to buzz the scene. I'm going to see, what, see what's working with. Who a hoe? Who out here just... Opening up them legs for everybody, goddammit. Who out here doing? White Kingdom. Right. I'm, 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 White Kingdom. I'm, I'm peeping all that shit. You get what I'm saying? I'm peeping all the insecure. I don't even use the N-word, but all the insecure niggas. Goddammit. Facts. <laughs> I'm peeping all that. I'm peeping all that shit. I'm paying attention to all that. You get what I'm saying? I'm paying attention to all the insecure-ass females. And then I'm paying attention to the ones that's low-key. See, I like the ones that's low-key. The ones that don't be doing shit. That's just me personally. You know, some player shit. But I just right. I just I just play, sit back, pay attention to what's going on, scope the scene, and then you feel me. I make my move. Then and my shit be low key. You'll never know. Cause then I'm gonna act like I don't even like you. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna look past you, and and think nothing of it. You know what I'm saying? Make you make you wonder. You know. That's how you get them, man. Yeah. That's how you get them, you know. Yeah. That law of attraction, you know, they like with something they can't have. Ooh, you know? ooh, ooh. 
Ooh. They like what they can't have. That know? boy is on fire today. Ooh. Ooh, first episode. You can't give it too much, man. You can't give it too much. I hate saying it. Even the guys, though, the fellas, we we guilty of it of ourselves. Oh, bro. The female give us a little brush off of them. She give us eye contact, but one of those little hair flip and walk off. You're like, Straight up. Party just kind of blew me by, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to give you a little bit more challenge. And, you know, men that like challenges, you know, men that like to conquer shit, you know. We gonna see that. We are gonna be like, oh, that's a task that I wanna, you know, I wanna climb that mountain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just gotta go do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. And shit, even on some, let me let me give it to it from a guy's perspective. If I'm looking for, oh, for relationship type shit, because I ain't I ain't get to that point. So right. if I'm scoping the scene, because even if I'm trying to get into a relationship, I'm scoping the scene to find your value. You get know what I'm saying? So even if I'm on campus. You know what I'm saying? Nah, we ain't, we let me move this to social media because you feel me? This 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 the era we in now. You feel me? If I'm scoping the scene and I'm on social media and I'm looking for, you know, uh, future potential. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at what you posting, how you posting. If you got some depressed type shit on there, if you showing all your assets. You get what I'm saying? Like most people show or tell you their most valuable thing, they get that most valuable thing away for free. You know what I'm saying? So if you, only thing you showing is your ass, dog, you disqualified. But I fuck though. Straight up. I, I still, I still swack that motherfucker. But you will not anything. get to that top notch. You know what I'm saying? As far as in that. But we talking about some wifey type material. It just depends on how she is, her vibe, her mood. You know what I'm saying? Whether or not she providing, you feel me? What what you do? What do you do for life? You get what I'm saying? Do you got plans? Right. All that shit. You get what I'm saying? Like that's on some, you feel me? Like some wife type shit. That's what that's what I'm looking for, bro. As far as in that field, so you know, just and, scoping the scene. And, and and don't get us wrong. I know there's some women out here that's not gonna like what we saying, but listen here, we're not saying it's a double standard. What we saying is. If you're going to be that type of female that want to swag shit, just like we want to swag shit, Yo. just be that way. We ain't going to sit around here and judge you. Yo. We ain't going to call you no hoe. You know, yeah. pussies that, you know, men that do that, that be little women for them just being who they are, who they are. Yeah. I mean, they insecure themselves. Like, if you run up to a real man or some stuff, not some of the 10, your best relationship or sometimes the best times that you have with someone comes from someone that ain't even rushing to a relationship with you. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just gotta, you just, you, you don't do you. Let the playing field be the playing field, and understand this: like, if y'all gonna fuck, just fuck. But you know, we're coming with that, 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 that type of sexual thing. You know, some people yeah. down to fall in love, some people down to fall in lust. Yeah, but you gotta understand the difference between the two. Love is something that even without the sex, you are gonna have lust. When that sex ain't there, you still gonna feel the same way about me, baby. You know what I'm saying? So, straight up, straight up. That's a fact, bro. Because everybody, you feel me? I, I feel like everybody oversaturating the word love. You know what I'm saying? Like, people mistaking lust for love. And we in a time period where you got kids teaching kids. You got insecure people teaching insecure people. You feel me? Like, they giving out so-called relationship advice but they going out giving out toxic type advice like how he said i'm not gonna judge you based off what you do but i'm gonna keep you in this 
area based off what you do. You feel me? If you moving fast, then shit, you gonna stay in this fast lane. You know what I'm saying? If you hold yourself at a higher standard, then I'm gonna put you at a higher standard. Not necessarily saying like, you get what I'm saying? If you gonna be fucking around, I'm gonna just look at you like dirt. I'm like, nah, you get what I'm saying? I'm gonna just smash you and, and keep it pushing. But if you hold yourself at a higher standard, then shit, I'm gonna come at you a little bit correctly. You know what I'm saying? But it's, that's just all it is. You know what I'm saying? It ain't ain't nothing like somebody being honest with you. You know what I'm saying? With no judgment. And like I said, with the sex part, you feel me? I agree with that. A lot of people thinking that sex is love, and sex is not love, bro. You might as well just get that shit out the way. You feel me? Out the way. Get that shit out the way, and then see what them motherfuckers is really about. If they ain't really on nothing, you gonna learn real quick, real quick. You'll know the difference soon as soon as you tell they ass no, and then you ask for something like you really need something. Just test it out. You know, you giving somebody sex on a, you know on an occasion like it's almost you know it, it it's almost planned out like it's it, it's it's coming second nature to y'all. But as soon as you want to test that out, just stop doing it for a little bit, yeah. give it a week or two, and then ask them to come and see if they come running like they always do. Wait, wait, wait. so then you, you gonna be like, so you saying you saying if they gave up the cat, yeah, cut it off, cut it off. Hell no, nah, bro, you tripping? <laughs> Hell <laughs> no. If they gave, if they gave, gonna, if it, he go quickly go somewhere up, else, bro. Look, if they giving up the kitty, I'm talking. No, I'm just saying from the guy's perspective too. Like, let's just say, cause some women get you know dick whipped, hypnotized. Mm. All of a sudden, they mm. be thinking they in love, but really it's just the dick. Mm. So do you like you like what you think about me? You don't really know about me, right. like me. I know a female that, a, you know, what I'm saying from previous past, a female said, "Oh, I love you." You know, what I'm saying I'm in love with you. I'm like, so they yeah. don't even know my favorite color. Yeah. So how yeah. you gonna be in love with me? Yeah. You see? God damn it. How, how the hell are you gonna sit here and tell me you love me? You don't even know my favorite color. How the hell are you gonna tell me you love me? You don't even know what type of season I put on my goddamn chicken. Right. God damn it. You know, no, no. Let alone cook me a damn fool. You know, cook me some. God damn it. I ain't out here thinking you go follow up me. You ain't even cook me no goddamn plate yet. Man, what's wrong with y'all? Man, he, hey, that's your generation though, bro. It is, man. We we sad. Everybody's, you know, social media bred, like you said, babies raising babies. And even then, don't get me wrong, just because you're young don't necessarily mean you got to act like a child. Like, there's a lot of people out here that's older that's still immature than us. Straight up. I feel like for us to know know better, if you know more and you know better, man, you should do better. You can't be expecting. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't be putting an age limit on wisdom for real. I mean, yeah, you know, you want to make sure somebody experienced, but you know, you like I said again, if you know better, you should do better. If you you got a loved one out here, you are you do you really love them if you let them mess up countless of times? So let me ask you, let me ask you this: since you saying you can't put a experience, I mean, a limit on age, you know what I'm saying? Do you think maturity plays a huge role in aging? I feel like for the generation that was raised by their grandparents, you know, by the older cats, yeah. the right way, they respected the elders. You know, when, like, said we in here right now, and we playing a game or something, and somebody elder, somebody mom come in the room, you wouldn't even think about cussing. You know, you wouldn't even mm. think about mm. saying certain things, man. It's just, it's certain stuff that you just knew 
when they presence came in the room, mm. it's automatically everybody ain't even got to say nothing. Everybody knows best behavior instantly. Yeah, that's kind of when this. Go ahead, go ahead. My bad, cause go ahead. I mean, it it just you know it's just something that you know, like you know better. People ain't have to be from the same place to know that. Yeah, it's just you got to respect their presence. Yeah, but go ahead, bro. Nah, I was just saying, like, if, if we keeping it on the topic of playing the game, you know what I'm saying, bringing it full circle, that's called, you know, studying your environment, respecting your environment. And, you know, I'm huge on reading 48 Laws of Power. Rule one is never outshine the master, you know what I'm saying? So if I know my grandparents is a respecter, you know, I know how to cut on cussing and cut off cussing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get around my mom. I'm not going to be doing all this cussing you hear me on, on this podcast doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know when to respect my elders, and I know when to, you know, even, even perfect example, dress up for the occasion, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to go to some business um, event in some goddamn sweatpants or, you know, some stuff like that, especially if it's like a high-class business event. Y'all talking big money. You're not going there. Right. You're going to dress in a suit and tie. And a lot of people don't understand that you got to adjust to the environment. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like you saying, going back to, you know, your generation and all that stuff. You feel me? I feel like, personally, like, your generation, they don't, they don't listen, bro. It's like they don't want to, you know... They don't want to take advice from older people because I, I wouldn't necessarily say they don't respect them, but it's it's like they want to do their own thing. I th- I feel like how it's being advertised to be like a boss, to be Miss Independent. You feel me? Everybody going queen this, queen that, sis is. You can do it on your own. You feel me? Guys over here talking. About, I'm a hustler. I'm doing all this stuff. Like I I feel like it's a oversaturated with trying to be on your own instead of you know respecting the generation that came before you to get that a game so you don't have to make that same mistake you know what i'm saying like i feel like that's the that's the key component that i feel like this generation is missing you know what i'm saying man you you hit the you hit the nail on the head man i mean everybody want to be a king or boss you know but they ain't take the loss to be a boss and they Mm. damn sure ain't prepared to be a king Mm. you know you can't be expecting to have a kingdom when you're still trying to impress everybody in the town and I just I can't like I I hung around a lot of cats man I thought was like friends you know thought mm-hmm. was like brothers mm-hmm. and I used to use that word so loosely until I start understanding what a true friend and a true brother is like yeah that's your boy and that's your dog you're gonna ride with him right or wrong and then you're gonna correct him behind closed doors but a lot of y'all and a lot of people if y'all not around each other for that that season anymore, like high school football, even shit, class, you know, a lot of them won't even check up on you if you stop hitting them up first. That's a f- bro. That's a fact, bro. <laughs> you if know, you you will be looking, you out here, you feel me, trying to do your best version of yourself, work on yourself, and the people who was your boys back when you was playing ball. You know what I'm saying? Saying, oh, yeah, bro, you my dog, you my dog. Two, three years later, you looking around like, what the fuck? Ain't nobody really hit me up. Or they on some envious type shit. That, that's a whole other subject, bro. Always. Bro, we have to come on the topic for that, Ooh. bro. That's for another day. I'm telling you. Ooh. That. That's you hit, boy. Ooh. Man, that's. 
that's that's some serious stuff. Like you said, like people people here for a reason, for a season, or for life. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you the truth. A lot of times your long life friends, you gonna you gonna have a few of those. Like J G said, he said less is more than there's plenty of them. Like the less of you, the less you got to worry about having that that many snakes. You can count the people in your hands. You know what they're going to do because you ain't got to watch your back from certain people. Yeah. You know when stuff gets spreaded around, you know where it came from. But when you got a whole group of people in your circle that you consider your friends, it's hard to identify the culprit. It's hard to identify that Judas, you know. And it's, <laughs> you just got to stay focused, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it from a lot of people's perspective, like Dr. King, you know, just a lot of people like that, like had to have people around them that they thought was, they, you know, mm. they, they thought they was their dog. Mm. And so, mm. put it on the sub. Yeah, bro. People in they circle. <laughs> bro. Bro, you, you hitting on something that, you feel me, like, again, playing the game. Bringing it back to being an undefeated mind, you know what I'm saying? That's something that that's a weak area in our community that a lot of people don't choose to pay attention to, thinking that just because of your skin tone might be the same color as my skin tone, you might not be an enemy to me. And then you let your guard down from people that's in your inner circle. In my opinion, the worst people who could possibly hurt you are the people in your inner circle. So I think that you should you know, be just as hard on them as anybody else. You should be, you know, your eyebrow being raised on your inner circle. Say that, say that again for the people in the back, man. <laughs> say that again for them, man. I don't think they heard you, Yeah, man. I don't think they heard me, bro. I think you should pay attention harder to the people that's in your inner circle because them the ones that have cut you deep unexpectedly. You get what I'm saying? Like, he just named several people that got hit by people that was in their inner circle. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You wouldn't expect that. And I'm saying, like, me playing the game, paying attention to the game, like, all of these people getting hit by people they would have never thought they was going to get hit by. You know what I'm saying? Like, even we can use the gang culture. You feel me? Like, a lot of people in, the, in their own gangs be hitting their own people. You know what I'm saying? Or coming back home, you thinking, you know, oh, this is my dog. He going to look out for me. Next thing you know, your dog fucking your girl. Like, what the fuck? Like, just like that, man. Bro, Just this... like that. I'm, I'm pretty sure many people know homegirls be fucking with their home, they man. Bro. You know, man. I mean, bro. it go both ways. It goes both ways, man. People want to be, what they say, slimy and shisty. They want to be all that. There's no rules, man. There's no, it's no rules no to love. this. That's, that's, that's no crazy love. to me, bro. Because at the end of the day, bro, you all this shit going to come full circle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to lay in the bed that you you created. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to just go out here and just think that that energy that you just put out to the universe is not going to come back, bro. That shit come back tenfold every time. That's why, I, I like, again, you know, if you're going to play that game, just know the game you're getting in. You cannot play this game called just being a player or going out here being a hoe and you fall in love with that type of quality person, then that's you know you mad, you but hurt like oh dog she done she done played me dog she done got me for all my money bro, you been playing this game, you the one out here playing bro you might as well just suck that shit up and take it on the chin don't sit here and get mad or girls y'all know for a fact that y'all be out here 
tricking on these dudes. Y'all know for a fact y'all be tricking on these guys. But then next you know you get mad when he drop your broke ass. Like, and then oh, it ain't it ain't nothing but some ain't shit ass motherfucker. I don't like to use n words, so you ain't gonna never really catch me using it. But ain't so ain't no nothing but motherfuckers out here that just ain't shit. You got these fuck boys out here. Man, you attracting them type of dudes. Don't get mad. Play the game. You get what I'm saying? I'm going I'm, I'm to use the N-word. I'm going to say, ain't shit, niggas. That's what they going to call <laughs> us. They going to say that. They going to, girl, he ain't shit. And I know he ain't yeah. shit. But a lot of times, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, most of the time, what you attract, is sometimes is what you are. Yeah. Oh, oh. And I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what you attract is what you are, and even then, you can't you can't be expecting to find a wife in the whole house. You so, men, we in the club. Why the hell is you expecting to find a wife in certain situations in certain areas? You know, bro. <laughs> it, it 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 falls back to it, man. Bro, you 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 hitting some shit. Like I said, bro. A lot of these people out here today like not understanding the game not understanding that if you play this game there's consequences behind this game you're playing you know what I'm saying like you can't turn no hoe into a housewife that's an automatic rule bro you know that but you can't turn a housewife into a hoe you know what I'm saying like if you do her dirty eventually she gonna feel some type of way same way with a good guy you can turn a good guy into a dog you know what I'm saying like Straight savage, maybe, and then that's you know, <laughs> girls complain, bro. You you've been holding on to this hurt for the last ten years. <laughs> motherfucker ain't healed yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and on top of that, you know, you got people going into relationships not healed. You get what I'm saying? From the game that they was playing, so now they trying to carry on this bad baggage with them to this next relationship because they was playing games. You get what, right. what I'm saying? Like, nah, we on this on this podcast we talk about accountability. goddammit. it. Oh, hey, everything. Hey, everything. You feel me? Like, if if you gonna play that game, just know what it come with. You get what I'm saying? And if you fuck somebody up, just know that shit has come back tenfold, bro. That shit come back. Man, tenfold. understanding like like he said to capitalize on that. It's just like you coming in on bad blood. You are gonna bleed on the next person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what if let's just say the most high send them in your way to heal you or even to help you grow as a person. But then they can't even perform the act of deed what they was sent to you for because you ain't even prepared for what they ready to give you. Yeah. You know? So you just got to make sure you ready. And what I said, stay prepared so you ain't got to get prepared. Ain't nobody perfect. But you shouldn't make the same mistake twice, at least three times. I mean, sometimes stuff happens, but you just got to always cross your teeth and got your eyes. And when I say that, before you start making assumptions, and start blaming on somebody else. You gotta look yourself in the mirror and see what your flaws are. Because what's the point of pointing the finger at somebody when you got three pointing back at you? <laughs> that boy talking, boy. You speaking gospel, boy. You speaking gospel. So, so since we said that, let's 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 veer off to this next thing. It's still a part of playing the game. You get what I'm saying? We gonna we gonna veer off relationship shit. We gonna we gonna finally talk some real shit. So playing the game as far as in business, what do you think is playing the game as far as in business mean to you? You get what I'm saying? Playing the game in business? Mm. Um, I always start with self. Um, look at yourself and see where you are. 
give yourself a platform of number one, get fear out of the question. Get hesitation out of the question. Yeah. You gotta go in that full circle, you know what I'm saying? Hard. And understand you're gonna face some trials and tribulations. Failure is a good thing. But do not let failure conquer you. You gotta, you know, keep your head up and embrace it because through that it's just gonna build your character and it's just gonna make you a better person overall. And I mean, a lot of times we look at something like it's so hard, it's so hard, and then you're like, man, it, it's easy. But no, it, it ain't easy. It's just you got better. And I mean, yeah, so, that's how I look at it. So, so let me ask you this. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I don't want you, I don't want you to, this podcast to be like, you know how people create certain things and they try to make it seem like they know everything and they do everything. Right. Perfect and shit like that. That we not perfect. We're get, we represent um, elevated Hell innovation no. over ignorance. You know what I'm saying? So, where was a time where you felt like, you know, it got tough and you kind of felt hesitant about what you want to do as far as in like investing into yourself or as far as in making a decision for you and your benefit? Like, when was a time where it was like, you know, you might have took an L, but you learned from that lesson? You know what I'm saying? Um, let's just say from, from my business perspective, me trying to start my own business, becoming an entrepreneur, mm. uh, taking, taking rap, you know, taking music serious. I grew up around music. I grew up always liking to do music. always trying to sing. always trying to play some type of instrument. But people only knew me for sports. People only knew me for being a good football player and a baseball player. But when I actually, you know, kind of said some things to a few people. They're like, man, you should take me to the like, yeah, man, you know, kind of brushing it off. Mm. Then when I actually tried to get into it, I got discouraged because I'm like, damn, there's so much behind this, man. It's just, you got to buy this, you got to buy that, you got to invest in this, you got to learn from that. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff behind it, but at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, any other thing, you, you can't just expect to jump in something and be great. You know, you gotta you gotta take your time. And I think what I overcame was my own doubt and fear. And that's gonna play into your mind because you're gonna be like, damn, what people gonna look at me and say when I finally tell them what my overall dream and achievement I want to accomplish is. Yeah. So I had to take a a, a, a self assessment and even surround myself with like minded people. You know telling myself like bruh you can't expect to be doing the same thing and getting different results insanity that's insanity and I start looking at myself like what's gonna separate me what's gonna change my life and I was like it's the people I'm around it's the, it's, it's the, it's the creativity I'm around I can't sleep all day and expecting to be in shape the next week Yeah, I can't yeah. eat all this and expect to be doing that next week yeah. <laughs> so it's just Taking myself and throwing myself into what I want to do, keeping my head up. Yeah. What you feel me playing the game mean to me when it comes to business, man? Is again, like I, I go back to scoping the scene. I don't never go into something I don't feel like I'm comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? I always study whatever I'm getting myself into. You know what I'm saying? Because I've never been the type of person to hesitate. And I bumped my head a couple of times just by going into a situation like, 
fuck it, I'm here now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to just go with the flow. Nah, like, nah, that's that's good that I'm not, that's good that I'm not, um, what's the name like that? Let me turn down this thing. Um, That I'm not, you know, hesitant to do anything. I'm a risk taker, but sometimes those risks can, can, lead to some fatal situations when it comes to as far as in like your business it can put you at a deep 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 drawback you know what i'm saying so that's the one thing i would say as far as what playing the game means to me is just studying it studying the game like you got to study that shit to the t take your time and take a couple steps back because you going, you're going to fail. You know what I'm saying? You're going to take a few L's, but you turn those losses into lessons. You know what I'm saying? And everybody say that as far as in a cliche moment, but you really got to sit down and think about the the lesson that you learned from this from this loss. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't learn it, you gonna repeat it. You know what I'm saying? I always say that the most high always give you the same lesson until you um, learn from it. You know what I'm saying? So. That's one thing I would say as far as in playing the game when it comes to business. And then the next thing I would say is you got to find, and I'm, I'm, I'm only going to point this back to myself because accountability is huge. You got to find weaknesses in yourself. Like, you can't go into the situation vulnerable. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can't go into the situation exposed. And if you go into a business thinking like, oh, okay, I want to go get a loan, but you don't know how to manage money. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be able to teach yourself. Thank you yourself. Yeah, like you already you going into the situation in a suicide, right? Thank so you some steps I had to learn was I had to teach myself how to manage money. I had to, you know, go on YouTube, go and watch all these these so-called videos about um credit as far as in, you know, ways to budget, as far as in ways to you know what to invest in, what not to invest in. What's an asset? What's a liability? Like I had to, I had to learn the game. You know, I had to learn the right. language of the game, and that was that's a huge step to me. So I'm, what I'm pretty much basically saying is, you know, when you go into the game, understand the game you getting into from everything across the board. If you know you about to go on some corporate type stuff, go in there with your best suit. You feel me? I'm trying to make everybody embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, damn, that suit look good. Damn, he got the right cologne on. Damn, you see that watch? Golly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to go in tip-top shape. If my boss, you know what I'm saying, if I'm doing corporate type stuff, if I know what my boss like, I'm going to do what my boss like for me to become the best. You know what I'm saying? Right. If I'm going to be the best football player, then that means I need to know the game. I need to study the game. I need to understand the situation. And that's where I can honestly say I took an L at because I wasn't the type of person to kiss no coach ass. Shada, you know, bro. I was not the type of person to kiss no coach ass. And I wasn't playing a game. I was good at it. I was good at balling. But I'm not about to kiss no coach ass just so I could get some playing time. Hell nah. But that's just just the L I had to take because I was not playing that game of kissing ass. You know what I'm saying? Even though you know we... We know a lot of people that go around and got their kids' ass. Bro, we call them girls, bro. We call them girls. No offense, ladies, but them girls know who we talking to. (laughs) Them girls know who you talking to, man. Like, straight up. Like, our morals, bro, our morals and principles was too strong, man. Yeah. I can't bow down to no clown, man. I can't do it. And see, that's, that's, that's the part right there where 
as far as in playing the game, you got to know who you are, bro. Even though you're getting into this game, whatever game you're going to get into, because life is a game. All this stuff that we trying to do is a game. Whatever you're trying to get into, the rap game, that's a game. You hear me? Football game, that's a game. You get what I'm saying? Like, being an entrepreneur, that's a game. You trying to be a personal trainer, that's a game. You get what I'm saying? Like, you got to be able to understand the game. You're getting in, but you got to know who you are before you get into these games. Because you're going to get tested a lot. What? You're going to get tested a lot, bro. Me being a trainer, bro, I get tested a lot. A lot. Every day, bro. So. Every day. Yeah, bro. Every day. This man. is crazy. Like he said, you, you know, temptation of mug, bro. Ooh. And I'm even talking about the good thing. I'm talking Ooh. about just in all aspects, anger, impulses, you know, learning what to say, when to say it, when not to say it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. like I said, I'm I'm going to critique myself again because it's not just making it seem like I'm all perfect. It's just. I learned my weakness is my impulse, you know, learning that I have a quick twitch to say something back, especially when I'm triggered. But I had to learn that for myself. And I look at myself daily and I'm like, nope, don't do it. Don't do it. You got to catch yourself sometime and give yeah. yourself credit, like, when you do better, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Give yourself credit. But, you know, just be your own, be your hardest critic, but also be your biggest fan. Don't beat yourself down to the point where you just feel miserable. Lift yourself up, but also be real with yourself. Yeah. I agree, bro. You speaking knowledge, bro. You speaking knowledge, bro. You speaking knowledge, bro. But the number one thing is, you know, we speak this knowledge, but we got to, again, like how you said, give ourselves this own knowledge. Know when we, when we fucking up. Know when we are slipping, you know what I'm saying? Be a student to the games where somebody can come to you and give you constructive criticism and you not get emotional about it. Like that part right there, man, that, that, man, people get so butthurt. But the crazy part about it is, bro, a lot of that stem from childhood, bro. Y'all know I'm huge on that. I'm huge on why people react a certain way. You feel what I'm saying? Like if you get into business, you got to understand the human brain. You got to understand the marketing scheme is people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you want to win, you got to understand that the name of the game to win is learning people. You got to satisfy people. You got to understand the people you getting in the bed with. You know what I'm saying? So, man, a lot a lot of, even within our own culture, a lot of us is, is broken and never been taught certain ways and to look at certain perspectives like the book Get uh What's that book called? Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That, mm. that that challenge your perspective. like, And none of us was really never taught, especially if you was growing up without a father. You you didn't grow up with order. You know what I'm saying? So we mm-hmm. we seeked that order. We seeked how to, the, the knowledge to be able to play this game called life. Right. You know what I'm saying? With, with some guidance. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and that's no shade to no ladies out here that, you know, are out here raising their children you feel me i believe that women are super duper strong i feel like women don't know how much how powerful they are you feel me the, the power of influence that women have is everything but we're not gonna talk Amen. about that on this <laughs> on this episode man. We, that right love there. y'all women <laughs> love y'all women hey god i know god real he, yo you know he made y'all man <laughs> beautiful. you beautiful. know beautiful beautiful <laughs> jesus Jesus, good, good Lord. 
But yeah, man, I just, I just, you know, that's what playing the game mean to me overall from a, from an aspect of, you know, being a player from to want to settle with one woman or settle down and just kick it. You get what I'm saying? Even from the business perspective, you feel what I'm saying? My methods are all the same. I study my opponent. I study what it means to play the game. What game I'm getting into, I have to study it because I don't want to be, I don't want to lose. I never mm-hmm. want to lose. That's the name of the game. Like, I'm not trying to lose. I'm trying to be the best. If, right. if you date me, I'm about to be the best. What What did your boyfriend do that, you feel me, he fucked up at? That's the only thing I want to know. That's the only thing I want to know because I'm going to capitalize on that shit and I'm going to give you goddamn 30 times more. Now, if I'm almost play a shit, you feel me? I'm going to lay the best dick you ever got in your goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to lay that boy, J-, J. Cole said it. He was like, shit, we all got to go. He said, we different players on different teams all just yeah. trying to score. I'm telling you, man. You feel me? Like, like, yeah. That's the player type. That's like, the player type. But again, ladies, unless you give us something to respect, you can't expect that from every man. You know what I'm saying? Some man gonna give you that. Some man ain't. Some man ain't. And some the, the let me let me get ladies the benefit of the doubt though. Some men know how to manipulate it. Some men know how to play both sides of the story. And them the most dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Like them the guys that you can be like, he been talking to me. All the time, he texts me, you feel me, great risings or good morning. He hit me up, sweet, telling you a whole bunch of sweet nothings. You see, getting gassed. <laughs> Get gassed. Sweet nothings. <laughs> and you over here sitting like, what the fuck? Like, oh, he girl, came he over did. here and fucked me he, up. Like that A1, you hear me? A1. And next thing you know, she just sitting back confused after he done bounced on her ass. Or he giving her the, the, I'm kind of busy right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, uh, lucky she get that. Barely, barely. He's lucky. He, he, yo. You, you know the messages that went from y'all texting all day to those messages that you're starting to get from like you in the man around noon. Okay. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think that a female let me not say female because that's like me calling female the B word. Do you think that time matters when she takes you? Like, if she takes you early, if she takes you in the afternoon, if she takes you later, like if she takes you late, 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 like later, you get what I'm saying? Does that, does that matter? I do. I mean, you got to understand. Okay. It depends on how you start off. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say I don't think it's still not important from time. It's like, from my perspective, if I'm not getting a text from my shorty or uh, she's not getting a text from me, I need to hear at least two things. At least let me know somehow your day going to go. Let me know you made it to work. Or let me know you've been somewhere, you know, so I know, like, okay, you safe. Because it's right. crazy now. You know what right. I'm saying? 2020 kind of crazy. It's been crazy for us right. as a people. But right. it's just like, let me know you safe. Then, if I know you safe and I don't hear nothing from you, and you're not at work, I get the, you know, I got the, I'm like, hold up, well, you know, I ain't here from my shorty, let me check in on the I can call you, you know, be respectful and stuff like that, but if I don't hear from you, and it's been like six, seven hours, and then you ain't talking to me, and then who you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who you talking to? Because at the end of the day, it's just like, 
Yeah. You know, if I ain't doing it, who else is? And the same thing in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing in reverse. Same, same thing in reverse, bro. If I'm, if I'm not texting you early, because you know me, I'm an early roster. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not hitting you up, then it's like it's like having a roster, bro. It's like having a roster. You're not the number one on the roster. You might be number four or number five, but you're not number one. Number one, it's an automatic rollover. As soon as you roll over, let me, I'm checking my phone to see if you are right. You done hit me back. You know what I'm saying? If I fell asleep early on, you done let me go ahead and text good morning. You know what I'm saying? Great rise or something. But if, if I go all day, you know what I'm saying? Or if they go all day, hit you up at 12 o'clock, Come on, dog. You probably like number three, number four on the roster. You know what I'm saying? If you hit me up at six, bro, you like number seven, number eight. If you hit me up at nine o'clock on after, you straight ass cheeks. <laughs> straight ass convenient. cheeks. You convenient. convenient. Bring that fine. ass over here, and I don't want you to spend a night. God damn it. <laughs> right. Bring, don't bring no night back. <laughs> Don't come with no questions. Come prepared. Said, come prepared. You suck on it. for real, though. Man, it's just, I mean, and that goes both ways. Yeah. You got some yeah. men out here. You got yeah. some men out here getting played by these women. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? And the game, and to be honest, the game, I'm going to say, was invented by a woman. The game, they, they better at it. They better at it. Great. They, I mean, think about it. It's a lot of, I ain't going to say it's a lot of women out here that uh, a single parent, you know, single parent, single parent household. And the women kind of talk their younger men what to expect from a woman. Yeah. And I mean, that's fact. I grew up with a lot of cousins, aunties, yeah. sisters. I mean, they, I hear some of this stuff, man. And, you know, women grew up around brothers. So it's just like, yeah. It's really almost like the survival of the fittest, low key. Yo, I, I, yeah, I dated a girl who was raised around all boys. You feel me? Her dad was on some player shit, and her brother was on some player shit. So she assumed that she had to be on some player shit. So you feel me? I'm saying she used to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm with this dude, but I go talk to another dude a month later." You know what I'm saying? Not understanding the long repercussions behind that. You 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 ain't here from this past situation situationship that you was in. Now you hopped over to another situationship because you you was taught from your from your brothers and your and your father. It's cool to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then when you get that alone time and ain't nobody around, now you you can't handle yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you you can't handle being alone. Your mind get to wondering. You need that validation from somebody. somebody. So then you start running the social media and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of that stuff, man. Even guys do the same thing, bro. It's just the 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 backwards side of that is guys are super emotional. They learn mm. it from their mama, being raised mm. by nothing but female. Then get overly emotional and start arguing with their girl for no reason. When certain mm. things, you just be like, bro, you wild. Let that shit rock. But... Nah, dude's starting to argue now. Guys starting to, uh, I'm talking about argue, argue. Like, yo, this shit is, this shit is bad, bro. 
playing. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? I think every man has went through a time where they were emotional. We're not saying yeah. I'm not going to say I haven't went yeah. through that. Yeah. But that was like middle school, high school, early high school. But some people ain't I'm to the point that. now. Yeah, you ain't experienced. And so don't get me wrong, living this life, like I said, we talking from not from what we've seen. We talking about from stuff that we experienced. Yeah. So understand it. Yeah, like, we talking about from what we seen too, goddamn it. Like, right. shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, not just, like I said, not just from what we've seen, but what we experienced. Yeah. And I mean, if you, if you not, if you're not prepared mentally and understanding your own mental focus, like yeah. you can fall in that category at any time. You'll find yourself getting emotional over something that you really have no reason to be any emotional over. Yeah, you're not playing the game. Now the game getting played on you. On you. you know and saying? now you the victim. Yeah, now you the victim. You you losing the game. You know what I'm saying? Like you getting yourself out your element. Guys, you getting yourself out your element by being overly emotional. Girls, you getting yourself out your element by by playing this so-called player game, it's, it's no benefit to you playing that game. You know what I'm saying? You can possibly be a single mama. You feel Overthinking. what I'm saying? Overthinking. Overthinking. Guys, guys become too emotional. Women yeah. get start to become cheap. They overthinking. Yeah. Overthinking. Play the game. So, it just, it's just follow your role. Yeah. Understand what your purpose is. And not just. Always. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. I'm, 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 I'm on you because I'm rolling off you, man. Look, look. I was just gonna say, not just on some relationship shit. You feel me? Because we gonna bounce back and forth between relationship and and business. You know what I'm saying? To make this thing come full circle, you can make a decision out of emotion, out of business, and then that's you know you missed you messed up a whole transaction. You know what I'm saying? Or you mixing pleasure with business and fuck up something comp- that was amazing for you, and now you mixing some stuff up. And you just messed up an opportunity that could have saved you. Perfect example, Meg the Stallion, Tory Lane. Bro uh. got too emotional, bro. And that's you know, this is what you heard. And <laughs> 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 uh, all of a sudden, now your career is over with, bro. Sorry. Over with, bro. Sorry. We, we used to support you, man. You from Canada, bro. You had good little remakes and everything. Yeah, bro. He was, he was, he, I mean, think about it, bro. He was, he was climbing the charts when it came to, he made the versus stuff on Instagram, like artist versus yeah. artist. He made the uh, Instagram radio. You get what I'm saying? He was yeah. remixing hella songs. You know what I'm saying? And everybody, I don't even, I don't even care what type of, so-called hard gangster dude you was, bro. You knew some Tory Lanez that was that you got you right. Them. You get what I'm saying? That got your girl and the right. Reason, you the feel reason me? why you gonna sing him because the women, if yeah. the women getting right yeah. on you, guess what? You gonna be like, yeah, talk to me. Yeah, you know, you gonna it's, it's just inevitable, bro. But it was, it was, it was. It, he he uh, make a emotional decision. You had Meg the Stallion, bro. You had Meg the the goddamn. Oh, bro, you, them knees is one in a million. You know what she give me yet? It's the L for me. It's L. Like, bro, and she, <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> it's the L for me. You know what I'm saying? When she said, uh, I'll be like, ooh, yes, bro. <laughs> bro, you have Meg, bro. You have Meg. Meg, I don't even call her a stallion because you feel me. I respect her name, but yeah, bro, you had Meg, bro. She likes what five ten, thick, five, bro, ten. Thick, thick, bro. 
Hey, we from, hey, I'm from Bama. He from Georgia. Hey, for real, you from Texas. Though. I've heard everything thick in Texas, but bro. Hey, we like thick women around Apparently, here. That's, we ain't that's where all them beautiful like, women at, low key. Bro. Full I package, though. There's some beautiful women everywhere, but I, I heard Texas got them, though, for real. Yeah, I heard full package, Texas. though, like hustling, body right, you know what I'm saying? But they on some player shit out there, though. I heard right. some players. They just got to read the right ones, you know. They meet the right ones. Yeah. They see them. Bro, you, Tori, Tori, if you ever get, if you ever come across <laughs> Undefeated Minds podcast, you fucked up, dog. You fucked Bruh, up. Follow support. I, it, it's that short man that syndrome, hate. bro. He what? Five three? Five three? Thank you. Five Yo, two. Five, 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 how you do my man dirty like that, right? <laughs> No, <laughs> five two. I try to give him five, five three. Five two. You nah, a midget. Hey man, sorry, bro. Look, look, look. It ain't nothing like a bounce back king, though. But you got to start off. But no, no, no. On, on, on another Ooh. side, though. On another side, though, man. For real, bounce back. He can bounce back. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, 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 it's nothing wrong with picking that man back up. Because we talking about L's in this is big, in the middle about, of this episode, we talked about L's turning losses yeah, into lessons. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And understanding like, bro, that emotion you got to control it. Like I, I said before, like I'm quick to pop back off. Obviously, bro, quick to pop off with action. I mean, yeah, don't know what's going on, bro. But you know, men should help you. But again, females, understanding. I'm not saying your place, but understanding the place of how you guys should talk to a man. You can't, mm. you can't be expecting to step up mm. to a man. You can't be expecting to step up to a man. Talking about some, I fight niggas. I, I, yeah. I put my, you know. And yeah. then when a man put them hands on your ass because you want to step not into that man. Right. Not saying, not it's, saying right. it's right. Not saying yeah. it's right. I'm not saying it's cool to put a hand on a woman. But if a female step off her throne as a queen and want to challenge the king mm. or be a warrior, mm. you're going to get your ass dealt with as such mm. damn and i'm just being mm. honest you all if you all you, you you women have a son would you want a woman to come put that put their hands on your son that's oh. a fact so that's a as fact. such as you would want your man your, your son to treat a woman or a young lady you should want that young lady to treat your son as with respect see but that 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 right there bro going back into what i was saying as far as in childhood and stuff like that I ask every girl that I've dated, bro, hands down, and they can attest to this. Have anybody ever taught you how to treat a man? Hmm. And all of them said no. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all of them said no, bro. And, and again, it goes back into the lack of a father, or even if the father was there, he was still doing some dirty shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Me, the crazy part about it is, bro, when you fall into the category like that, bro, one, that's a huge red flag. I'm just telling you that right now. That's a huge red flag because at the end of the day, you see where I'm at right now. I asked all of them that question. You see where I'm at right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I just watched a, a podcast today that I respect. They were saying, you feel me, a lot of women don't know how to recognize when a man is trying to elevate you versus when a man is trying to play you. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So they so used to fucked up ass people, men out here playing them, 
that when they finally do find somebody to elevate them, they they can't handle it. They it's foreign to them. They like so they they go back into that. Oh no 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 no! I need to get away from this. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna go listen to my hood ass females talking about something. Girl, this this he's soft. Girl, he 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 yeah yeah. They uncomfortable. You gotta get comfortable being uncomfortable. Elevate, elevated innovation over ignorance. Do we say pressure make diamonds? Yes. Price, you know what I'm saying? Evolve <laughs> over that ignorance, baby. <laughs> you gotta evolve over the ignorance, baby. Because it, you will forever be some trash if you don't evolve. God damn it. So, yeah, bro, you gotta evolve. You gotta evolve. But again, to all the people out there, male and female, if you see red flags like that, bro, let them go, bro. Let them go. Business too. If you see, if you seeing some stuff like that, bro, let them go. It might hurt. It's going to hurt. You feel me? I'm going to be honest. Don't ain't gonna, it's it's going to bother you. You know what I'm saying? Because the ones you really fall in love with be the ones that, that be doing that bullshit. It's going to hurt, but, but you got to let them go, bro. You got to let them let, you gotta, make that grass greener anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because hurt. motherfuckers is going to... Caterpillars go through hell and back before they become butterflies. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of caterpillars die before they even... Oh get to the point where they can make a cocoon yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah that's the best thing i can do man but yeah, yeah man we can yeah, we, take, you said what better take these notes man yeah. understand yeah learn to choose pick and choose your battles and understand like if you see them red flag hey strike i mean sometimes it could be strike one you out understanding like you know you see too many red flags man and there ain't no benefit to you or no access to you you know, move on. It's time to it's time Yeah, to you know, just because you ain't friends with them don't mean they're your enemy. That's fact. They just can't eat at your plate. You know, they That's can't eat at your ooh, dinner table ooh, no more. Ooh, ooh. We, 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 we got to end it there, bro. We got to end it there, bro, because, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I think I think your enemies. Man, we, we got to end it there, bro. We got to end it there, bro. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, man. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this first episode, man. We we, we really been pushing we really been talking about this thing for like a month now, man. We finally got the, we finally got the mics. We finally got the, we got the roadcaster. We got, we got the camera. You know what I'm saying? We and it, and the quality gonna get better and better as we go. Subjects gonna get better and better as we go. We get feedback, but we still gonna keep this thing rolling. And y'all follow supporters, man. We gonna come up with. We got a Twitter page, yeah. uh, undefeated minds, yeah, uh, underscore undefeated minds. We'll put that on the link. Also follow us. My name DTW Shotter on Instagram. Yeah, goddamn it. Uh, yeah, you get, get in boy. contact with us, man. Grow with us, man. Follow us, and we'll follow you back. Support you back. Much love. For sure, man. And y'all comment and, and let us know, man, um, what y'all want us to hear and talk about. Because our perspectives is very, very different from a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, man, y'all Got follow you. your boy, man, at the King Deshaun the TH3. K I N G D E S H A W N on all platforms. You get what I'm saying? I want y'all to find me, goddammit. Find me. Check out that boy Shot of Stepping too, man. Yeah, man. My boy got a got a song out on SoundCloud, man. Y'all go follow that. You get what I'm saying? Y'all follow us. Y'all follow that. Make sure y'all follow Undefeated Minds on Instagram, Undefeated Minds on Twitter. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, man. My boy, man. I'm glad I'm doing this podcast with you, bro. 
ain't here, bro. I don't love much love. Much Fuck love. Middle man. Y'all know what it is. Fuck middle man. Y'all know what it is. Y'all see, y'all see the merch, man, but we ain't going to talk about that yet. We're going we gonna to get yeah. deep into this thing before we start talking about merchandise. But your boy, yes, man, y'all sir. Yeah, we represent what? Elevated Innovation Over Ignorance. This is Undefeated Minds Podcast, and we holler at y'all. We out this bitch. What up, y'all? It's your boy coming to y'all live, man. Welcome to Undefeated Minds Podcast. I am your host, Deshaun, coming back to y'all with another episode. And I am here with my boy, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What up, world? It's your boy, DTW Shotter. Yeah, man. We are back at it. Let me give us a round of applause. Yeah. So, what's been going on with you, man? We didn't we didn't see each other this past weekend. Yeah, Brian Alana. Felt good to see my boy live in the flesh. Yeah. Yeah, I had to celebrate, go home and celebrate my little sister's birthday. So shout out to my little sister. You know, shout out to, you know, my mom for going all the way and doing what she do. Building up a nice young man. I can say myself. <laughs> so yeah, man. And then my boy came down. We had this thing called Wings Giving. You feel me? It's a holiday. Yeah, it's a holiday. So let me let me explain what the holiday is. It's pretty much where everybody come and bring twenty wings. You feel me? Of a different flavor. And when you bring the wings. You get what I'm saying? Everybody got their own picking. So we had at least about seven people show up. So we had several different options of wings, and they they were smacking. They were smacking. A1. We celebrate this four times a year. <laughs> One for every season. Yeah. So you feel me? I'm, a, I'm a huge wing fan. I'm a huge chicken fan. All that. So, yeah, man. That's exactly what we did. But anything you want to talk about as far as in current events, man? Oh, oh, the situation that happened with... Now, nah, I'm going to let you go ahead and start off. What? what uh, I think I want to talk about... Shout out to them Lakers. Okay. You know what I'm shout out to them Lakers, man. Sports topic first, you oh. know. Then we get more business. But shout out to them Lakers. Shout out to LeBron now. Holding it up. Doing it for, you know, the late and great Kobe. Yeah. So, so uh, how you feel about LeBron not getting the MVP? Man, I ain't really upset mm. to be honest, because I feel like King James is. I still, I'm still gonna respect his talent in game and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you still gotta respect Kawhi. Mm. Gotta give it to that boy, man. He made he get people problem with just the people he has. He don't go recruiting for people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just, man, I I gotta give it to that boy Kawhi. And, you know, it is what it is. LeBron, he have more years to get more MVPs and then show his reign later on. Mm. So, that's just my thing on it. All right. All right. You watching any of the football games this past weekend? College football just started. I watched college football. Uh, big ups to my my, uh, my homeboy, actually, named Malik Cunningham. He played at Louisville. And it yeah. hurt. So, I hope for a speedy recovery for him. I uh, hope, you know, he stays strong, stay head fast. Because for people that play football, they know how it is, them injuries, man. Especially getting carted off the field. It's probably your first time experience. And it's not a pretty experience. It's not fun. Yeah, you hold your thumb up. But at the end of the day, it's like that's on the display off. But after the field and once you off, 
that's a whole other battle in mindset. Yeah. So. Yeah, and speaking of injuries, Saquon Barkley just got hurt. Uh, AC ACL injury, bro. What? So yeah, yeah. I feel like with big brute brute backs like that, like I wouldn't it's even call him a brute back. He's an all around running back. You know what I'm saying? Right. Those caliber type of running backs now are easily to get hurt because one, I feel as if they don't really get the uh anything to benefit them, like as far as an O line. Like they're not building on their based on their assets. And and right now, Saquon Barkley was a huge asset to the Giants and I don't think that they building around him personally. That's just what I see. Nah. His O line is not nowhere near as good as they should be. I would invest all of my time and effort into making my weapons around him. But with that being said, man, you hear bigger, bigger, faster backs like that, all around backs, in my opinion, like that, get hurt all the time. But Adrian Peterson shouted him out and was like, I'm looking for a speed recovery. Hopefully he get the same doctor that uh, helped AP recover because AP came back from ACL injury and was busting. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I can vouch for that on a first-hand basis. Me and uh, Adrian Peterson had the same uh, doctor specialist named Dr. Emblem. Mm. So I ended up getting the same treatment, same ligament, same mm. stitching as AP. Uh, even had they put the task for me to come back in the time frame as him. They was like, well, we'll shoot for you for 10 months. AP came back in nine. I came back in eight and a half. Uh, it's good, like really, honestly. The only thing that was different was just certain parts of your knee is still numb, mm. but I mean, it still makes the functions you still able to cut off of it and stuff like right. that. So it's just a it's just a mindset, man, and really the training. But knowing Saquon and knowing his work ethic and stuff like that, bro, I'm pretty excited to see what he does. So yeah, bro, I'm, I root for all running backs, no matter what. Like my my perspective is like Marshawn Lynch's perspective. I want the young boys to eat. If I was the older guy, you feel what I'm saying? And I want the older guys to go off on a good legacy. Right. So, and plus we all in the same position. Like, I feel like they try to make us against each other when it comes to being in the same position. Like, a form of competition, like the starter, the second string, stuff like that. I understand that. Right. But, like, I feel like it goes in the competition the way of you trying to get all your uh, burn and not letting nobody else get burned. I don't, I don't agree to that, bro. I feel like everybody yeah. should eat. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, like I said, with guys with like Saquon Barkley, you need a secondary back to give you a rest because of the fact that you're you're pound for pound hitting every play, and that's gonna beat up your body. And they don't really talk about the suicide rate behind NFL players and, and athletes. Period. The uh, CTE or CT, I forgot what it's called, but you pretty, said it right, CTE. Yeah. They, I mean, they highlighting that, but they not really like talking about the full blown repercussions behind all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we know right. about it, but we just don't like. Once you hear about it, it's like you brush it under the table after two weeks, mm-hmm. after a week, it's gone. You get know what I'm saying? But I think that they should continue to focus on letting people know how to be. I wouldn't necessarily say to be safe because it's a it's a gladiator sport, but the realistic way of it is. When you play this game, you know what comes with the territory. Right. I think they should talk I, about having an exit plan for, for football players instead of, instead of trying to stay there for years after years after years after years. 
And that's you know the, the injuries are getting a lot worse. Yeah, and even the uh the kind of piggyback off that man, it's just like the running backs. To be honest, you need at least four or five running backs in rotation. Yeah, and when I say that, I mean you need to have three. Of course, three is gonna play in the game. It should be three to play in the game. I feel like the fourth and the fifth string running backs should get the opportunity to present it because for you to likely have all three of your backs to survive an entire season, I'm not saying that will be ideal, but that's not, that's not the norm. That's not reality mm. because you're going to have somebody get a roll ankle. You're going to have somebody have fatigue. You might have somebody that fumbled. You might mm-hmm. have somebody break a finger. Anything can happen. It's the small thing. It's it's the the smaller variables that we can't account can't happen at any instant. So we had one game where three people went down at running back. Mm-hmm. You calling your fourth screen person to get ready and get started, and he haven't had no burn. Mm-hmm. So instead of y'all having that, you, you see that that turmoil. It's always being prepared and being ready to make sure the next person is ready. And they quote that, but. They don't necessarily make that happen. I th- so I think the the best people who do that, in my opinion, it was uh I'm gonna go NFL first. I think the Saints did it the best when they had uh Mark Ingram and then they had um what buddy name? I suck at name. Alvin, Alvin Camaro. Yeah, I, bro, that dynamic duo, you had power and speed, and they both were balanced backs, but you had more of him being uh Mark Ingram being a more brute. And then you had bro, who was Alvin, he was a finesser, bro. He he, yeah. he knew what he, but they both got the right amount of burn for it, the system for it to work. And then you had Drew Brees in the back, which was a threat. You get what I'm saying, right? So I think it always should be a, a one two. And then I'm gonna even go with college. Alabama do that. They go they go a one two back. They got the third back just in case one of these one two go, and then they have a back behind that third back just in case the third back go down. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they all, the one-two, it's already seniority, either junior, se- senior or junior. And most of the time, they always be juniors because they leave the next year. But senior and junior, no matter what, I don't care how good the freshman is, senior and junior always play. You get what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, that third back is always either a sophomore or a freshman, or it might be a junior, sophomore, or freshman. He like he always in between that that field, and then that fourth back always become a freshman. Don't get me wrong, that fourth back is a dog, but out of seniority, I automatically think that it should be senior, junior, in between those two, because if you recruited them, you might as well play them. Don't just recruit them, and then next thing you know. You try to out recruit that player that you got in there. If you keep doing that, then I mean your system will never be will be good because you gonna always try to out recruit what you got just to replace. And that don't that don't make sense to me. How are you gonna build? How are you gonna have a a program where a player knows the program for a year, right? Right. The next thing you know, you roll over into the next season. Mind you, this new player knows. I mean, this player that's been here for a year knows the system. He knows it even better the next following year. You put a right. kid who don't know the system in front of him. And we wonder why Alabama always keep winning, bro. Like And even and even on the flip side of that, like, think about the coaches that come in. Okay. Even if you didn't recruit these players, they have a scholarship. Yeah. 
they have to have one, especially if the coaches previously before gave them one. Now you have to, you have to give them some credibility. You have to, uh, you have to work with them. And yeah, like you just can't bring your players in and recruit your players and then neglect the ones that was already there, man. It's like, yeah, yeah, football a business, but at the end of the day, even if you're a CEO or an executive or a manager, your job is to manage people's strengths and weakness. You're supposed to be able to take what you have, the pieces that you have, and make a puzzle. Because coaching is is all about the people, the players that you have. Because necessarily, let's just say the Patriots, for instance, the Patriots don't necessarily have the best players caliber. Wise Tom Brady wasn't necessarily the best player out. Mm-hmm. He they made them players the best players out. Mm-hmm. Edelman was a, a, a receiver, but came in as a quarterback. They turned him to a receiver. They had Tom Brady came in with low in the draft. Mm-hmm. Now he's one of the greatest. Then you had Grunk. Grunk wasn't highly known. I mean, you got different players that's coming in on these teams and they using them to their benefits. Mm-hmm. They vine to a system. They find their plays. They get their confidence up. Next thing you know, they're a threat to be wrecking. But I just them coaches that go out here and try to recruit these five and four star players, man. Just because he got publicity and he got the the, the notoriety behind him, don't necessarily mean he a dog. Yeah, you getting you getting politics. That's that's where you run into politics. And and I hear some guys say, you know, politics is not a real thing. For some people, use that as an excuse, but that's life, bro. Everything is built for, like everything is designed for the number one guy to get the most attention. So in order for you to get the most attention, you have to fight to be the number one guy. That's just what it is. Like you cannot argue that, but like how you just said, if you got coaches coming in, it's not honoring the the guys that were there before, even though it is a business. So I understand how it works because of the rules behind that is if a coach get fired, let's say a coach get fired and a new coach come in, those players that were already there have have a free year to move like you don't get penalized to go into another school you know what i'm saying and the rules change every year bro when i was in there which was 2017 it's not mm-hmm. the same rules from 2020 no more bro like they completely change the rules so but going back to if a coach got fired and a new coach came in and he didn't want to honor those guys that were there those guys have the authority and the ability to transfer to another school without getting hurt. The issue with that is you might transfer to another school and not be on a scholarship. Now you get, you're going to go on as a walk on, especially if you was a freshman that got recruited to go to the school. The day next, you know, you got fired. I mean, you don't have no film. So now they're going to be like, well, we're going to go based off your high school film. That was a year ago. The game is changing each year. The game is completely changing each year. So, it's kind of like it's a double-edged sword. If you don't understand the, the rules and regulations, the politics behind the game, especially when it comes to college, bro, you can easily fall back into the system. You can get pushed back into the system trying to chase this thing that we call football. And mind you, me and Shot are only really talking about this because we football players, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's why we focus on that. I mean, basketball, I'm not really a huge basketball fan, so I – I don't want to. I don't like to talk about the things I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I really, I'll probably focus on football and boxing. But as far as in just the politics behind the coaching and new shit, bro, that shit, that shit flaw. 
because a lot of players don't know the rules behind it. They don't know how to play the game, but they don't know how to, the underlying rules outside of the game that impacts mm-hmm. the game. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, bro. Shit crazy. Nah, I, uh, I agree. 100%. Like, even like, uh, like you just said, just we, we understand it personal basis from experience. Mm. Uh, then we also seen it beforehand and watched it happen to us. To me personally, I watched it happen to me. But uh, <clears throat> you just got to make sure you 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 ready, man. Like you want to kind of cross your T's and dot your I's when it comes to this. But it's so many things that can happen. There's so many things that factor in. It's the reason why they say it's easier to win a lottery ticket than it is to make it to the NFL. Yeah, only 10%. And I got – Go ahead, go ahead. Only 10%. But it's like I, I have so many friends – that are in the league, that they call me and talk to me and say, bro, you'll kill this up here. Mm-hmm. Same. But it's just like, bro, you, and you like, well, they telling me my work ethic was, like, I've seen my work ethic better than theirs. I know. And, like, I just kind of, yeah, not out of my hand, but just, you know, just out of circumstances. But you kind of take it with a grain of salt and move forward. But, I mean, hey, it's like, I'm still up, so. Yeah. On to the next. Yeah, I'll I'll go back into the statistics of it. So, the statistics of a high school player making it to the league is two percent. The statistics of all college football players out of all college football players is ten percent, bro. So, because of the the number is less of college football players versus high school. You know what I'm saying? So the numbers might be a little higher, but that's still a low number. Ten percent out of all college football players is only gonna make it to the NFL. And then the lifespan in the NFL is only, I think, a year, bro, or a year or two years. That's it. So nobody's really talking about, you know, the statistics behind it. And then the first time this ever was presented to me, I was in high school with this guy named, I'm not going to give him no credit because I don't want to, you know, speak power over his life. But he was like, man, you're not going to make it to the league because only, only a certain amount of percentage make it. And at the time, I wasn't trying to hear what he was saying because I'm like, bro, you can't tell me what I'm, what, how I'm going to make it. You get what I'm saying? Like, you don't have the power over my life. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bro, get the fuck up out of here. I ain't trying to hear all that. One thing I will say, and honestly, truly, is if you don't play the game outside of the game, then you will not make it. I don't care how good you are, meaning if your grades are not right, if you don't have if you don't know the right people as far as in getting recruited out of high school, you get what I'm saying? Doing your homework and making your own film. Now they made it a lot better than when I was in high school. You had, you got huddle now and you got Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. So you got ways to be able to get yourself out there. But if you don't have like uh what is it? Clearinghouse in strict in order. If you don't have none of these ducks in order, if you don't know nothing about none of this stuff, then yes, you will fall under the category of not making it. Not the fact that you're not talented enough to make it. It's the fact that the politics behind it that you won't make it. And I feel like a lot of the people that do make it don't talk about that part. They only say, just get your grades and then you work hard and you'll make it. Well, what about the kids who are from single parent homes and don't know about the clearinghouse? What about the people who don't are not getting recorded film at the games or being shorted out film and stuff like that or not being pushed 
to their best ability. Like all of that stuff plays a huge role in making it to the next level, bro. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want the counts, even with the counts, the mm-hmm. thing. Like a lot of stuff, man. A lot of people go into the perception that high school coaches are their mediator to get recruited to college. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you have a the like I said the uh, the fan base and you have the publicity to market yourself and then they come to your coach and then your coach will have the power to give insight directly on you because he's yeah. the one with you. But your coach, your high school coach is not the person that you should be relying on to help get your baby to D1. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm saying like, yeah, if he played maybe Texas, like, okay, Texas, when the, the kids go play at Texas and they championship game is publicized literally on TV. If your child show out on that TV, just believe that's all he needed. That's all he needed. But for for these small schools, man, your baby has to go to camps. Mm. You're going to have to get your baby to go to these. Uh, If a coach show interest, you got to be in relationships with these coaches because think about it like this. You could be a Ferrari, but if you don't get out and drive it, they're going to think, okay, like I don't know what that one can do. But I do know this kid across town, he comes from a big school. He's on TV. He's known. If I recruit him and he has stars, guess what that does? That brings more fans to my school. If I get more fans to my school, that gives more money to my my program. That gives more money to my program. It gives me more politics. So if you don't market yourself, and this is on your parents and on the kid's behalf, but without that information, you you would be clueless. Yeah. And so... Man, just like he said, Deshaun is, is speaking true to it, man. Like, take that into consideration. Understand to never leave the power in somebody else's hands when it comes to your your own situation. Yes, bro. Yes, bro. That's where you just hit me, bro. You just hit that on the head because at the end of the day, like you said, bro, it's a lot of guys who believe that the coaches are the, are the say-all, be-all that get you to that next level. A lot of coaches be jealous and envious of you because of they didn't get the – they didn't have the talent you had, so they'll try to, you know, hold you back and call you arrogant. Like, that's what happened to me in my high school career, bro. My head coach, uh, my senior year, called our whole class arrogant. Now, mind you, we went the furthest in our history when it came to as far as in, it was one other class that did it, but it was, it was a while ago. But from that time being, we had 15, we had 15 seniors, bro. Out of 15 seniors, 11 of us, 11 of, 11 of us had more than eight D1 offers. We didn't know nothing about them until that next year after because of the coach held it, held it against us and tried to tell every coach we were arrogant right. because he didn't like the fact that we were winning. We were better than his Dunbar class. Now, mind you, this same coach is still at Dunbar, bro. So it's like, you know, you got your you got your own coaches that will hold you back if you don't put it in your own hands. Now I now I can flip the script. My boy RJ, he his dad worked at the time. His stepdad worked at the time for the newspaper in our local area, and his mom helped him get recruited out. His stepdad and his mom helped him get recruited out. Bro got a full ride scholarship to Michigan State. My our senior year, he was the only one who actually accepted. A big D1 scholarship. Now, mind you, 11 of us got offered more D1, big D1 scholarships, but we didn't know nothing about them. But he had the backing, which was his parent, 
to help him get it recruited. They didn't rely on just the coach. They were he relied on his parents, and his parents was like, "We'll get you out there. We'll make you a film. We'll 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 push your name into the press. We'll we'll do all of this stuff." So, parents, if you do have children that that want to play ball and are serious about it, help them get recruited. Don't just bullshit and say, "Oh, my baby, he good, and now the coach is gonna do all it." No, because that's what fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? My mom didn't have the knowledge like I know now, but she didn't push me to get recruited in that way because she didn't know. You know what I'm saying? And I got taken advantage of because of the lack of knowledge. And and it was ignorance, but... It's a full-time job. Yeah. And just like it's an investment, just like you invest in 401k, or you invest in all these other little uh, market and stuff like that. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. You should be investing in your child. Yeah. You should be investing in yourself. Um, like we said, don't don't lead a power of your life in someone else's hands. For sure. Because at the end of the day, they're gonna choose their own over you. Yep. So and I never, back to the other thing, man. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was like back to that on the other script, man. What about you? Like what 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 other things you know about going on today? Oh uh, man, the Brianna Taylor situation. Uh, some bullshit. Fucking uh, my my man, it's kind of tough because I'm I'm the type of person that always plays both sides. But in this situation, this is not a both sides type of thing. Like mm-hmm. she got killed for no apparent reason and didn't get no justice, bro, at all. They try to try to pin it on her boyfriend, saying that he. Was doing messing with some drugs, stupid shit, which was not true. You feel me? And I tell people all the time, like, you can have all the accolades you want in the world. You can help these people out. You can do whatever you want to do. You can act white, talk white, dress white, go up there and try to think that you're better than every other black person ever. That don't matter. None of that matters as long as you still got that skin tone that you can never get rid of. It don't matter. And in a situation like this, you clearly see that they will back up them each other no matter what, bro. And that's mm-hmm. that's exactly what just happened. This clearly showed people this system is not designed for you. The system will not protect you. Now, I'm not talking about just cops in general. I'm talking about the overall system, the judges, the lawyers, all this stuff. And then they, ha- they got one of us, our own, to sit here and do that bullshit not even try to fight to get justice for her like bruh it's inevitable you can't win a war against a person who's killing their own people it's like a suicide bomber you can't win a war with a suicide bomber they're willing to destroy themselves black people can't win this war because we're willing to destroy ourselves we're willing to sell each other out and in this situation that's exactly what just happened bro you didn't you he didn't fight for it at least based off of what I see, you get what I'm saying? I don't know 100% facts, so allegedly, I'm going to say that he did not fight for her based off of that. And I don't want to say that out of emotion. That's why I'm just saying allegedly. So that's what it seems like. But that is a real issue in our own community. We won't fight for each other. We won't stand up for each other because we're willing to think that the grass is greener on the other side type shit. And we thinking that, oh, okay, we're just going to march and ask these, the system to help save us, but the system is not designed for us, bro. And this Brianna Taylor was clearly, clearly, it's fucked up. Oh, we apologize. 
Breonna Taylor. Man, it, it, it's you want to know? I I in my opinion, I I put all the blame on on us. Honestly, again, I'm the type of person I don't give nobody the power over over nothing. Like how you just said with the football situation. Don't give them the power to control your dynamic. We giving them the power to control our dynamic. We're not fighting for power. We're, we're, we're begging and asking for power. There's a difference between fighting for it, taking it, and asking, can we get a piece of what you have? Like, right. And that's exactly what's been going on. You got too many weak-minded people to do it. But I'm not the type of person that sounds like a revolutionary person. We got to fight the system. No, this is exactly what I'm saying. In my honest opinion, do work with each other and build together, period. That's it. You get what I'm saying? That's it. And and understand, like he said, yeah, work together. And you can say fight. But I I would say more so create. Yeah. Because we say equality. We ask for, it's no such thing. It is a it is a dividing factor of black and white. It is a dividing factor between light and dark. It's a dividing factor. And what 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 you can do is create your own effectiveness, create your own space, create your own opportunities. Mm. I'm not saying create segregation, mm. but what I'm saying is create a, a pattern and create a solution because we can always identify the problem, but what the fuck are we gonna do about it? Yeah. We had Trayvon, we had, had Fernand, you know, it's just, we had all these people and then you get back down to Brianna and people were like, well, we need this. We need this. Why are y'all surprised? It's not a surprising thing to me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm sad, I'm sad and I'm hurt because we watched this happen. You see this happen. And mm-hmm. then you, people go around and man, this and that. We've been saying this for years. We've been identifying the problem for years. When the fuck is we going to do something about it? And we have the opportunities to send lawyers to school. We have the opportunities to make judges. We had opportunities to make our own community. We had opportunities to have powerhouses. But don't nobody do nothing. And then when you say come together and we target the, the market thing, nobody's willing to sacrifice their own differences to make it better for our kids. Yeah. And it's the power of being able to agree to disagree. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're going we gonna to steer off of that because I don't want this main thing to be strictly about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this episode, bro, we talked about self-grooming. Well, we're going to talk about self-grooming. Right. And, you know, I, I don't think, how can I say this, man? <laughs> I believe self-grooming is the most important thing for men, period. Mm-hmm. But it's not being taught. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, I'm going to let you start off. How do you feel about self-grooming, bro? Um... Self-care, actually. That's the name of the episode. I'm going to say, I feel like you have to start off with yourself first, with anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, No material stuff. No no material things. No external things. 
anything outside yourself is going to cover up what's important. And that's putting mm-hmm. yourself first by, of course, like taking care of your skin, your teeth, your your hair, making sure everything is well put, your, you know, spirituality, understanding who you are first. Because mm-hmm. you got to have those core things align or you'll fall apart. Right. Um. So I feel like it's very vital. I feel like it's very important. And it, like you said, it's not taught. Uh, especially, I know, in uh, single parent homes. Uh, mm-hmm. especially, you know, the ones that learn from outside people. They may have the self-care knowledge, but with you under the perception that everybody's starting off like you, you don't have it. So. All right. So who who taught you how to wash your ass? <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm going to be honest. My mama taught me how to wash my ass. Uh, <laughs> my mom taught me how to wash my ass, of course, but when it got to like of course i'm a baby so me growing up and then okay i watch when you get your hot spots you put soap and water warm soap you can't put deodorant don't try to mask that shit you shower at least once a day at least once a day at least once that bullshit talking about something i showered yesterday i'm sure be good for the next couple of days that's disgusting but I, th- I, th- I feel like a lot of a lot of Kid, a lot of kids go through, especially young men, bro. Young men go through that phase of not I, wanting to shower, bro. I went through that phase. I'm guilty. I used to be like, shit, I shower Monday. I don't need no shower Wednesday or maybe Thursday. <laughs> She's dirty as hell. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, don't like, nobody really talk, don't nobody really say that. Like, when you go through that of not showering, all that sweat and dirt and, and stuff, Dead skin and stuff is going on your clothes, on your sheets, and not knowing that that's a buildup on your on your sheets. So when you finally do clean up, you put you getting right back in something dirty. Right, you bro. Know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Yeah. It's not crazy. It's just motherfuckers just never was taught this. And see, by the time I think my transitioning point from that was when I got older and puberty started kicking in, hair started growing. You start yeah. maturing, you'd be like, damn, I'm getting musty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I went outside one time around somebody. I think I was at school or something. And I used to wear deodorant, but sometimes I didn't have to wear it because I wasn't sweating as hard as a kid. But mm. I got older. One girl's like, damn, y'all ass stank. Like, and I was just like, what you mean? I just came from outside. She's like, nah, y'all ass don't smell like outside. You smell like you funky, like you need to wash your ass. And I was just like, <laughs> so the whole yeah. time I got John done, I'm just like, shit, Dang. I can't be mad at nobody else but myself. Yeah, that's but, crazy. But hey, it happened. I got on my P's and Q's. I think that was like my third, fourth grade. It was so that's what, that's what, That was your turnover point of you actually starting to say, okay, I need to start taking care of my body. Take, so it was my fourth grade. About third or fourth grade where I was okay. just like, I need to start okay. washing my ass. And then it was more transitioning for me to start looking at like clothes and uh, even my teeth. Cause I brushed my teeth, but I wasn't properly brushing my teeth. I was just doing the outside right. and yeah, going on, so. Yeah. Uh, all right, so for grooming, let me go back. For grooming for me, I went through my phase of not 
being groomed, like taking care of myself. When it comes to just myself, my mom taught me how to clean myself from that perspective. Like, oh, go take a shower, stuff like that. But then when it got to, came to like wanting to take a shower, bro. As a kid, I used to be like, all right, I'm going to run a shower. And then I'm going to act like I got in there. I'm going to cut it off. And then I'm going to come back. See, but what my mom used to do was she used to rub on my skin and say, I know you ain't taking a shower. So take your ass back in the shower. <laughs> and I'm like, how does she know that? You know, me being young, I'm like, I'm trying to outthink her. Yeah. Me being young, like, how you know I ain't taking no shower? I took a shower. But then what I do is I like wet my chest and shit like that. Again, trying to outthink my mom. You could be able to I'll tell. come back out and be like, oh, I'm, I'm done. And she'll look at me and be like, all right, turn around. So <laughs> then she'll touch my back and be like, yeah, I know you ain't taking a shower because you ain't got no water on your back. Your skin is different. Like, it's not like, it's smoother when you get out of the shower versus just like that it's tough, leathery that type oil. feel. It's yeah, the like, oil. So I'm like, damn. So my mom just stayed on top of me as far as in like, take a shower, take a shower. So then it was kind of like the same thing for me, how I got introduced to, all right, let me start taking care of myself around like fourth grade. It was this girl that I liked, bro. I was just like, one day I came back from practice. It was this girl, like, and she said the same thing. She was like, you stink. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, uh, I just came back from football. And she was like, you should never smell like that after coming back from football. And I'm like, you, you stink. And it's crazy how, the power of, of vagina viscosity at a young age <laughs> will change your life. <laughs> so she uh, told me, you think I'm like, my God, I, I got to start taking a shower. She was like, exactly. What happened? I was like, this girl told me I stink. She was like, yeah. So another little girl could tell you you stink. But then when I tell you you stink, you don't want to listen. <laughs> you see how that worked? I was like, yeah. But then I finally started taking care of myself. But then it go, got over into like, I went to the extreme because I ain't never want a, a girl to be able to tell me that ever again. So it got to the point where I stayed on top of my haircut. It got to the point where I stayed on top of, like, I introduced cologne. My first cologne was polo, it was a polo green cologne. It smelled like old man, but that was my first cologne. I was, like, I think I was in, like, fifth grade. And ever since time, ever since I wore cologne, bro, and I got a response from a woman, I've never not wore cologne. So nobody, I guess I'd never had nobody introduced. Well, I think I, I took it from, I didn't take it from my, I think somebody gave it to me. I don't remember how cologne was introduced to me, but I just know for a fact, I remember the first cologne I ever had. It was, it was a polo green and mm. with a gold top. And, bruh, like, you couldn't tell me nothing. I'm putting that shit on. I put too much on with the phase. I put too much on. I went through the phase of not putting enough on. Then I was just like, you know, checking. So that was my turnover rate, bro. Some viscosity. A young lady. Man. Changed my life. My first cologne I can remember was uh, Nautica Blue. Mm. I still remember my mom brought it to me. It was the coolest little color. It was like this look. Uh, Island Key Blue. Mm-hmm. Man, it smelled so like smooth, but it was still like masculine, but mm-hmm. it wasn't too strong. And I ended up finding myself, my second bottle was Curve. 
So man, I used to get a little. I mean, yeah, I remember. The I used to get phrase. a little. I used to get a little like little pizzazz to myself because I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna smell good. I'm always be on point." But like I said, it was just like I started. I mean, yeah, my first turning point was around like third third grade, but then I still find myself falling into that thing where it was just like I was still trying to mask smell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was still trying to mask smell like. I was trying to spray stuff too much instead of just, just doing trying it. to put the cologne over the funk. The funk. And gotcha. which was like, I don't know, because, yeah, I smell good as hell, but it don't matter if you still funky. <laughs> just now you got this sweet sour smell to you. Like, Guys, don't do that shit. <laughs> if you out there doing that, bro, we're, we're here to tell you this is why this episode is here. Do not bro. do that shit. It's grown people out here that's doing that. Bruh, and see, mind you, we kids, so third grade, you eight, nine. Yeah. Okay, that's a child. You can That could be changed. Yes, bro. You 30 years old, you need to wash your ass. Bro, this is, <laughs> bro, this is what this episode is about, but we right now, we going through our accountability <laughs> moment right now. What, what, what got us over the hump of that little funky face? Because I think every boy does it. I know for a fact every boy does. We can't really talk about females like that. We're going to get on females from a male's perspective, mm-hmm. but we ain't there yet. We, yeah. Every guy goes through this phase of not grooming himself or don't mm-hmm. know how to groom himself. And I feel like there's a lot of guys that don't know how to groom themselves or was never taught how to groom themselves so it's rolling over into their adulthood. So then you get girls, oh, he dirty or he... I, I washed his clothes and he got shit stains. I'm talking about like he took a shit in his clothes. Like grown what? man. Like, yeah, bro. Like I done heard some stories from females, bro. But I think that's what that's the issue. Is is being rolled over from childhood that you weren't taught how to clean yourself. And and that's that's. Like, I'm addicted to smell goods, bro. Ever since that girl told me that, I have been addicted to cologne. I have been addicted to... And it's crazy how black people always call it smell good. They don't necessarily call it what it is. <laughs> smell good. <laughs> smell good. Uh, I've always been addicted to smelling nice. Even my house, smelling nice. Like, I have to have... When I walk into the house, it has to smell nice. It does not need to smell like food. But that's just... Another form of grooming yourself, taking care of your area, where your environment, where you live at, making up your bed and shit like that. Like, that's not taught in the household, in my opinion, either. So when was the time where you didn't care about keeping your area clean? And then when you got to that hump of, uh, let me start cleaning up. So my, my house? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I honestly could say... I went through high school. My room was clean, but it was cluttered. Mm. Like I wouldn't go. I'm not gonna say I was a, a hoarder, but I don't know why I used to think like I should keep this from middle school, high school, like elementary school stuff that I did. Mm. Knowing damn well I ain't gonna need it, but mm, I used yeah. to like it's just something to reflect on. Then it got to the point where I was just like, I gotta get rid of this shit. Like I started going to like some of my friends, older friends, and even looking at people's houses on MTV cribs. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, that shit's so neat, so organized, it's so business, it's so grown and mature. 
I'm like, man, I want to have that for myself too. And then think that I could do that for myself. Thought I had to get rich before I handled that business. But I was like, nah, like I could take care of myself like now with the resources I had. So I think the first step was just to get rid of stuff, like starting to be able to accept like it is what it is. You don't need this, knowing what's to keep and what not to keep. Yeah. And then like by the time I started inviting females over in my room, of course, I was cleaning up the whole house before I let a female come over. I was making sure dishes. I'm talking about making sure everything. Female ain't even finna eat. Washing dishes and everything. Like, she finna, finna go on a date in my house. But Viscosity changed the but, game. Bro, it's just <laughs> like, I guess that that dog just trying to impress a woman. And then you don't want her to go back to the thing be like, your house dirty. You got roaches. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, I guess it was a pride thing, too. But, yeah. yeah. You just... Had to take it and run with it, man. So I just, over time, I slowly for sure got into that phase, which I was always looked upon as my friend's parents as being the 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 kept one, the up-kept one, the one that was always uh, mature, that was one that keep itself clean. That, yeah. But I just hung around a lot of older guys. So I, I kind of went through that phase earlier than what most of my friends did at my age. So Yeah. What about for you, me, bro? For me, it was the we grew up we grew up homeless, so I never really had like I had moments in my life where I had my own room. Um, and when I did have those moments, like my mom used to be like, "Okay, keep the house presentable." That's all she preached. If it's already ready, it don't never have to get ready. You get what I'm saying? Always leave the house in a way where if somebody come back to the house, everything is clean. My mom was, mm-hmm. was adamant about keeping the living room clean and the kitchen clean, bro. Mm-hmm. So I got tired of getting whooping. <laughs> like when I didn't clean up, we got whoopings. Like it was like, all right, bro. I got tired of getting whooping. So I'm like, man, let me go ahead and make sure I clean up. Cause my mom would say, I'm like, all right, mom, I clean up my room. She'd be like, was it your cleaning or is it my cleaning? Mm. I always had to think like, I know she gonna find me stuffing that stuff under that bed. Let me go. I'm like, all right, let me go back real quick. Hold on. Then I go back, clean up my uh under the bed real quick, and then I go back and I'm like, all right, I'm good. She's like, you sure you good? I'm gonna give you an opportunity to, to make sure you think about this. I'm like, yeah, I'm. I I think I'm good. Hold on real quick. Like, I go check my closet. I go find something here. Go find something there, bro. I'm thinking everything clean. But my mind get to moving the whole dresser, get to moving clothes. Why is this here? Why is that there? Why is this here? Why is that? I'm like, bruh. You paying attention to the big stuff. It's the details. It's the details. Like my mind kept pulling out all the little stuff. The books is not straight. Now, I'm not saying this in a way where it sounds abusive because this generation nowadays would be like, she should have just let it happen. You're a child. No, fuck that. Like, she taught me organization. She taught me how to clean everything. So my mom never got like abusive about it. It was just more so like, I'm going to teach you properly how to clean. I'm going to, she used to say like organized cleaning. You get what I'm saying? Structure. So, yeah. So, you know, over time I was like, you know, I want to go outside on Saturday. You know, growing up in the nineties, everybody want to go outside. You watch cartoons early in the morning and then you go outside after, mm-hmm. after like 10 30, majority of the cartoons went off, but then it started to roll over. Like once it got into the 
2000 and later 2000s, it started to roll over to like noon. You know what I'm saying? This is if you don't got cable. But it rolled over into like noon a little bit later in the later in the earlier 2000s. So when I wanted to go outside, my mom always say, is your room clean? So in the back of my head, I always heard, is it your clean or is oh it my clean? <laughs> so I'm like, bruh, let me make sure I move these dresses. Let me make sure I move everything around. Let me move the bed. Let me make sure ain't nothing stuffed under the bed. Like, so that's what got me into like keeping my environment clean, even though within the time, like it was a small time period of that, but it was the most impactful. You know what I'm saying? But, and also the appreciation of having that, like the appreciation of uh, having a room when we lost everything. I, I missed those moments where my mom used to get on me and used to whoop me about not having my own room clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so my gratitude was risen. I, I don't think I said that right. My gratitude. I showed my appreciation a lot more when we went through that time because we lost it. And I'm like, damn, like little things like that is important. Like little things that somebody nagging me about my room being clean yeah. was important once you lose it. And I'm like, bro. So the next time I get it, I'm going to take care of it. Of everything that I got, like me having my own crib now, I take care of every little thing. I get girls come over here. Well, not girls. Um, I slowed down. But at the time when I did have people come through, people were like, damn, like your place is nice. Like I ain't never seen a guy this clean before. Oh, it smell nice. It's just I appreciate it now. I appreciate the things that I have, and I take care of everything I have because of. I know what it feels like to lose it and to not have it anymore. So, yeah, bro, that's the that's where the the so called I guess self care when it comes to my environment came in, and that's when it was important to me. So, guys, you get what I'm saying? When you clean your house, bro, clean up everything. Pay attention to detail. Clean under the toilet. You feel me? Because y'all be missing the toilet seat. <laughs> y'all don't get the but y'all under the bowl part the, the stands. Clean that shit. Also, you feel me? Clean them pubic hairs outside of the tub. Right. Clean them beard hairs and all that shit on the, on the sink. Mm-hmm. Like sweep, mop, all that stuff. Like that stuff is this super be, duper. This should be a checklist. This create be a, you a checklist. Bro, tra- create you a checklist. You should yes. do this shit weekly. weekly. This should be your weekly. This should be your weekly uh, involving or. Yes. This would be something that is required for you to get through the next week. Because yes, I'm telling you, that Sunday cleaning sometimes is a good way to release out negativity. So sometimes yes. a good way to release out stuff that's just on your mind, to think, to organize. Yeah, bro. You think better in a clean space. You get you you feel better you about better yourself. In the you sleep space. better in a clean space, yeah. man. And it low-key gets you restarted. And like I said, I find myself now where I'll be like, when I know of my my energy is disturbed or I know I'm not like relaxed. I'm like, I need to get some stuff done. I need to clean up. I go through my phase again. I start throwing away stuff I don't need. I start cleaning up stuff in my house. I dust, sweep, I mop, get some candles, play some music. By the time I finish that, I'm like, I feel better. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I would say, I would say, you know, Based off of me, man, I had a job everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Based off of me being a maintenance man, 
and working at an apartment complex, I would say guys are a lot cleaner than females. <laughs> Let's just say that. So we're going to roll over to the segment of females real quick. All right, so we rolling over to the segment of females, bro. Like when I when I was a maintenance man working at the apartment complex, bro, and I had to go in and do things to fix like the the fans and stuff like that. You get what I'm saying? FYI, guys, get your hands dirty, bro. You doing like little house stuff will make you a more valuable man, bro. Remember that. Fuck that. It's required. Yeah, like, don't be out here thinking that, you know, this is another form of, of self-care. You know what I'm saying? Get a skill within the house. You should be able to know how to change your light bulb. Like, I'm going simple, simple real quick. Change your light bulb. Unplug a toilet. You know what I'm saying? Fix the basic stuff. Like, super, super basic, and then work your way up. You should fix have a some washer tools. In a, fix a washer in the sink that it can stop dripping. Yeah, like, Rest you should... Stuff. All men should have a tool belt or some form of tools. A hammer. You need to own a hammer. Screw you need to know how to something. hammer a nail. Hand-eye coordination. That's required. That's a form of. That's another form of self-care. You know what I'm saying? Like every man should know how to do this. That's just my opinion. Now some men don't know how to do it. They got the money to go hire it. In my honest opinion, personally, I just can't respect a man who don't get his hands dirty. That's just my opinion. And I'm not. We're not saying that if you got the money to do it, all means do it. But yeah, you're gonna make your life a lot easier. But what I'm telling, what I'm saying is, I think every woman appreciates a hardworking man, especially a man who can get his hands dirty. Like you have the guys who are, you know, pretty boys and shit like that. That shit cool. But I'm just telling you from my perspective. This is what I'm saying. Like as far as in my perspective, what I heard, what women like, and what I see. I'm not disclaiming nothing. If you don't know how to get your hands dirty, dog, I just that's just my opinion. I just don't respect guys who who don't do that. That's just my opinion though. Like that's, that's like the, the people from the country saying that city people are lazy. That's true in my opinion. The city people, country people wake up 5, 6 early in the morning. Whether they working on a farm, whether they got to go in and drive into the city to go buy something like these people wake up early. It's a mindset. I'm about to go get this stuff because I got to go get this done. I got to go get that. Taking the trash out. That's getting your hands dirty. Like, washing your dishes. That's getting your hands. That's another form of you getting your hands dirty. Folding your clothes. (laughs) And which I hate, personally. (laughs) This is the part where I hate. But in my opinion, that's where my wife going to come into play. (laughs) She's going to take care. You got your clothes. Nah, crowd, y'all need to chime in on that part. Get on day son about that. I, hey, I want all the smoke. I want a woman who know how to fold clothes and cook and clean. Now, this is the part where where they be, oh, well, are you going to provide? You fucking right. I, that's just my opinion. That Whatever she wants, she'll get. And, and that's just my opinion, though. I'm the person who I feel is it. Now, if she, she go out here and want to go grind and go do her own thing, I have nothing against that neither. So let me not sit here and make it seem like women can't go do that. I ain't never said what you can't do. I'm not, I can't control you. I'm not God. You can do whatever you put your mind to personally. But me personally, I want somebody who cooks and cleans. You get what I'm saying? Cater to me, I cater to you. Type shit. That's what I want. Personally. You get what I'm saying? So. Yeah, but going back to what I was just saying, I honestly think 
that a man should get a stand thirty. But rolling over females, bro. Y'all with this cheap perfume. Y'all do the same thing that he was just saying that women do. I mean that men do. Try to cover up that funk with the cheap perfume. Try to cover up them dirty spots with that cheap makeup. No. And try to hide <laughs> no. that funky ass smell in y'all weave. And in them draws. <laughs> so we're not gonna sit here and just get on us and not say from a male's perspective what we see from what women do. Clean y'all fucking car. Like, bro. <laughs> if y'all ain't, we pay attention to those things. Clean your car. All of that makeup and stuff all over the sink, bro. Organize. If you're going to have that, I, I don't like it personally. But if you're going to have it organized, at least don't have makeup cracked up all on the, on the sink. Hair all up in the, in the sink. You get know what I'm saying? Like, clean that. Especially, but, you know, especially if you always trying to have people in your car. It's, that's for a fact. That's just, if you, like I'm saying, if you allow, if you allow people to get in your car, man, please be respectful to the people that you allow. Yes, it's your car, but still, please allow to be respectful to yourself on how you'll be looked at upon. Don't get people in your car and be like, I know it's a little dirty. You have to forgive me. Nah, I'm going to forgive you for this one thing. You've got like, of course, like you got grass inside the car like little dust on the on the yeah. floor seat because that comes from the shoes that's okay yeah. we talking about bags cook out trays cook out trays shit that you supposed to get out your car your car smelling like who done it what done it man you'd be like well, forgive my car no i'm trying to make sure ain't no ant or no roach finna crawl on me in this back like <laughs> roach. you know Damn. what i'm saying so just man it's an image thing it's a self-care i mean like we said go back to the draws and Understand this. I do this. You sweat everywhere. So it is a difference between a sweat stain, brown stain, because sweat and stuff like that, it is dead skin. So you will have a line and undergarment or stuff like that. But it's also a difference between a sweat dark stain and a shit dark stain. <laughs> I'll let you explain that. <laughs> it's a big difference. People, yeah, okay, you sweaty. You need to, okay, get right. That's all right. It's understandable. I got ethical draws. If I've been working and running all day, I'm expecting to see this. But I'm not finna, not finna walk around this all day. And then, you know, man, just it's just it's just stuff you need to take care of yourself, man. I just we not gonna sit right here and say as being humans that we perfect, but you should just know your limitations. You need to know your limitations. Holy shit. You need to wash your ass. You need to take. You need to shit before you wash your ass. You need to understand if you're gonna go to work before. And and most people don't. I, don't, I hope a lot of people know this. You're supposed to shower before sex. You're supposed to shower <laughs> after sex. <laughs> you're supposed to do all this stuff, bro. Like I know people are nasty. I know people like doing all this stuff, but it's just requirements. So. I hope you guys understand. For those that don't know, I know it's a lot of people that do, but for those that don't and that are embarrassed to ask, yeah. I'm voicing it. I'm glad you can make it in this general and not gender. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, because a lot of people don't know. 
And I yeah, mean, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know. And so to keep you at your best and to make you become a part of Undefeated Mind yeah. is to help you grow. And it, yeah, we joke and yeah, we send maybe a couple slick shots. We we black, black, black people do that. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, but it's just all, sure. it's all out of love. Yeah. But when you fuck up, you know, black people make everything joking too. So mm-hmm. we just, you know, on a serious note though, man, just those small little things keep down on pH problems. Those small little things help with health benefits on the man's side from UTIs and even on the woman's side with UTIs. So self-care is very, very, very important because at the end of the day, if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to be able to take care of the person that you want to be with? Yeah. I, you know, the, the main three things that everybody should focus on is the mind, the body, and the spirit. You get what I'm saying? That's the most self-care. Keyword, self-care. The mind, the body, and the mm-hmm. spirit. When you get all three of those aligned, you'll vibrate on a different frequency. You get what I'm saying? Try to get them even. And focus on all three of them. Don't have one higher than the other. You can have the body right, but then if the mind is fucked up, then none of that means anything. You know what I'm saying? You can be super spiritual and your mind fucked up. And then your mind and your body fucked up. Like, I don't care about none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be able to balance all three. And that's how you become the best version of yourself. And if you have a clean environment, your mind will be clean. You know what I'm saying? And then that's, you know, you have the room to breathe and focus on your spirituality, focus on whatever you believe in, focus on meditation. You get what I'm saying? Keep your anxiety low. Um, feeling good about yourself, building self-confidence. All of this stuff matters when it comes to self-care. You know what I'm saying? Even though we're joking about it in, in some ways uh, about taking care of yourself, you get what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, ladies. It was a woman who taught me how to take care of myself, which was my mom. It was a woman who influenced me, which was the young lady that when I was younger, to take care of myself, you know what I'm saying? The power that women have behind them to influence a man to do the things is critical, you know what I'm saying? So ladies, take care of yourself because what you do is what's going to influence men. That's power. I hope you guys understand that. That That is the most powerful thing in my opinion, on earth. They say this is a man's world, but women make the world go round. That's called influence. You know what I'm saying? And what y'all got in between y'all legs and y'all mouthpieces can influence a man to... You can build him or you can destroy him. So you guys really hold the keys to the city. He the city, but you guys hold the keys to the city. You make that motherfucker function. You know what I'm saying? Or you can create another yep. toxic you person. got the ability to create another toxic person men are narrow men are narrow-minded when you say one thing they'll do it they don't think broadly too too much it has to be now don't get me wrong we're great chess players we can think several moves ahead but it has to make sense for us mm-hmm. women more so trust their instincts and intuition which there's nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that at all but the influence behind you you guys. Now, mind you, I said three I words. You guys got the power to change everything. Good good, and bad. You know what I'm saying? That's your responsibility. So, yeah, the self-care from a woman. Y'all got to take care of what y'all uh, diagnose. Social media. You know what I'm saying? Um, the, your, your friends who are around you. 
they will influence you to be a good woman or a bad woman. The things you listen to as far as the music, podcasts, what you read, the things you focus on, that's a form of self-care. Take care of your mind. That's, that's all that is. Because same way how I tell Rashad, you know, your thoughts become beliefs. And your beliefs become actions. And when your actions, when you move a certain way, you attract certain things to yourself. You get what I'm saying? So that goes for the board for male and female, no matter who it is. I'm going to say it one more time. Your thoughts become beliefs. Your beliefs become actions. And then you'll move a certain way based off of what you, based off your uh, actions. You'll attract certain things based off your actions. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, just, just focus on that and grow from that. And remember, ladies, you guys hold the keys to the city. So don't. Yeah, oh man, that's just that's just. And guys, no, nah, that's gonna be another episode. It's gonna be called "Tame Your Dog." Yeah, that might be our next episode. Tame yeah. your dog, bro. That, that's gonna be it, and we're gonna make this one strictly for the. Oh man. yeah, strictly from a male's perspective. You get what I'm saying? Um, strictly. But so. yeah, bro, take care of yourself, mind, body, spirit, and you'll be cool. You know, message us on Instagram for some tips. Message, messages. How how do y'all feel about it? You know what I'm saying? How y'all feel about what it means right. to have to have a form of self care? What is what is some things that we missed? You get what I'm saying? Because I know we missed a lot of things. We didn't even hit really on how deep we can really go on this. To be honest, right? And interacting with us, man, like letting us know what your inputs and insights. We're not gonna yeah. argue with you. We gonna say our side. We gonna listen to your side because we always trying to learn, and and you know we're not gonna dis discredit you or anything. We actually give you probably more of a prop and ask you for more insight mm-hmm. because we always willing to learn for sure. But we won't never know unless you guys target or, or hit us up and, right. and let us know. So. And on top of that, if you disagree with what we saying, that's okay. As long as you open minded to what we saying, we'll be open minded to what you saying. You might not agree with everything we say. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And don't take nothing that we saying personal. We we're talking about from a broad perspective. We might put our personal experiences in there, but we're talking about from a broad perspective. So don't get it twisted when we All talk right. about playing the game and how we treat motherfuckers. Don't get that shit twisted. That's just a broad perspective. But at the end of the day, that's the reality of what we're talking about. You might not dis- you might not agree with what we're saying, but we're talking about reality. I don't care about how you feel. Right. We we not like no. Steve Harvey in the book of think like a man no. and act like a lady. No, we we actually giving a broad perspective of you taking what's beneficial to you in your life at right. that point in time and understanding it so you can play the game and understand how right. to play. That's the game. all it is. You get what I'm saying? But that's all it is. It's not to discredit, you know, discredit anybody. It's not to to make anybody feel less of a person. Right. It's just for you to get some understanding. Right. That's all it is. Because we really want to look out for y'all, ladies. We want y'all to have an undefeated mind. Men, we want y'all to have an undefeated mind. Because if we don't have an undefeated mind, then you won't be able to pass that on to the next generation. And everybody want to talk about building generational right. wealth, but you can't build generational wealth with a fucked up, defeated mind. Because right. of that next generation, let's yeah. say you get all that money, that next generation gonna destroy everything that you work hard for. Keyword. And you can't teach. 
you can't teach the, the, the next child. Okay, everybody teaches different, but you still need a good concept mm. to teach mm. it off of. And just because you know the knowledge don't necessarily know doesn't mean that you know how to give it to the next person for right. them to take it in. So if you know it's just it's it's a it's a practice. It's 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 just some stuff that you can use as an example. And for those we basically are coming from the single parent household, but we're just trying to show people like just because you come from a single parent household, you can't use right. it as an excuse, guys. Not no not excuse. Grow. I don't believe in excuses. I actually don't even know what the word means. And so <laughs> right. It's just you have to take it and go. And for women that don't have a father figure, you can't use that as an excuse of how not to treat a man. There's so much resources out there. Just because so, you didn't have your daddy in your life know, does not mean you disrespect every man. And men just because right. the first girl hurt you in the past don't mean that you Go out and dog the next girl or dog the next female. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's no excuse. Because if you come up with an excuse, that means whatever that excuse is or has power over your life. And you are a slave to whatever that is. And will continue to be one yep. until you break it. So, again, I don't, I don't talk from my feelings. I don't care about how I feel. I care about logic and it has to make sense. It legit has to make sense. There's one plus one equals two cause and effect. If you do one thing, there's a act, there's a, a reaction for it. So for every action, there's a reaction. That's it. I don't care about how I feel. I don't care about if you disagree with me because you feel some type of way. That does not matter to me. So when we're talking from a broad perspective, you get what I'm saying? I understand your perspective. And that's why we talk about it from a broad perspective. But none of that matters when it comes to, you know, telling the truth. The truth hurt sometimes because uh, you might feel some type of way about the truth. But that does not dis- that does not neglect mm. that it is the truth. So, mm. yeah, bro. We're going to go ahead and end it off of that. So with that being said, you already know. I'm your boy, Deshaun Marshall. Y'all can follow me. On all platforms at the King Deshaun T H three K I N G D E S H A W N. So I'm gonna let my boy, I'm gonna let my dog close it out. Go ahead. Follow me on Instagram at DTW Shotter as well as on Snapchat at DTW Shotter. Yes, sir. So with that being said, we give a round of applause for this episode. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. So just do you and be great at it. And that is the end of this checkmate.